This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous or at Cartoon Therapy. That's my personal one. I think I update that more than the show one. I'm very bad at social media. I've talked about that before. <laughs> the only thing I pitch on here is follow me on Twitter, not my show, and uh, buy my book. People have been buying it. I don't know who the fuck is buying it because nobody writes in and tells me about it, but people have been buying it because I could check it on Amazon. If you want to buy my book, it's a cartoon book. It's like a graphic novel. It's a very simple read. It's uh, not a lot of blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, and it's, it's quick, short stories about like love and sex and relationships. And they're fucking really funny. So if you want to check it out, you, it's a very cheap book because it's an ebook. It's like two ninety nine. If you're a member of Kindle, whatever, you could actually even get it for free. Um, and you could find that on Amazon. It's called The Cartoon Adventures of a Total Train Wreck by Kathy Kay. K-A-Y, that's me. <laughs> anyway, so if you buy it and you read it and you like it or hate it, write me and let me know. Um, today on the show, we have a guy, I think his name is Jeff. I already did the call and I forgot his name. Jeff, I think we call him Jeff. He never even makes up names, so I forget what their real names or fake names are. <laughs> um, but I remember his story and his story is this. He wrote in and he um, wrote a very long-winded email that I'm not going to read. He's going to just explain it. Uh, but basically the gist is he's got a girl, a girlfriend, a woman he's dating, um, and they're older, and her fantasy is to get gangbanged by a bunch of guys. Like, she admitted that to him. And uh, so they started to, you know, try and make that happen. They uh, they started swinging, and they started, you know, sort of introducing other couples into the mix. And uh, it, it hasn't really gotten to the point where they've done the gangbang, and he needs help trying to figure out how to get her to actually do or actually, you know, get into the actual gangbang because there's stuff that's like holding her back, even though it is a fantasy of hers when the reality happens. Like she's a little bit leery, which I could totally understand as a woman. So anyway, that's what this call is about. It's really interesting. This guy's kind of got like, I get a lot of these guys that call in. It's very weird fantasy that I never knew existed. And most guys that I know to say that they would, ne- they don't have this fantasy, but I get a lot of callers and there's like a lot of guys just love watching or love the thought or love the actual 
Like they just actually want to see their girl get fucked by another guy. And I just, like I said, I don't know many guys that have that fantasy, but all these guys call in. And I have to say, when I look at the analytics of my episodes, the ones where these guys are watching their girls get fucked by another guy, they're very like highly downloaded. Like they're, they're like actually the most popular ones. So there's obviously a lot of dudes out there that have that same fantasy. So that's his uh, fantasy and he's into it. And they kind of have like a healthy swinging lifestyle, um, which is always intriguing to me because I think it's like what everybody sort of wants, but nobody could really have, which is a non-monogamous loving relationship. And they seem to have it. So stay tuned. And so you could hear all the details to Jeff and his swinging girlfriend. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hello, Jeff. Yes. Hey, Jeff, you're on uh, my podcast. This is Kathy. I'm the host. I'm the hostess. Hi. How are you? Okay. So I typically read emails before when I do an intro so people know what the deal is, but yours was like kind of long-winded. So why don't you just explain your deal? I mean, your deal is like you have a girlfriend who her sort of on her bucket list was to be gang-banged, right? So you guys joined a swing club and you guys swing, but you've only been with one other guy once, right? Like that's your deal and you want her to get like more into it, right? And then there's this whole thing yeah. that you said about her like getting fat and shit, and we'll get into that. But first of all, h- how long you been dating your girl for? Uh, it's been about a year and a half now. A year and a half. And how old are you? Yeah. And how old is she? Um, I'm 47. She's 50. Right. And so you guys been dating for a year and a half. You're. Do you guys live together? Yes. So how did the conversation? I got to tell you, I have a lot of guys that have called in. I don't know if you've checked out my other podcast, but I have a lot of guys that have called in. A lot of guys apparently have this fantasy or they really are into watching their girl get fucked by other guys. Like, I can't tell you how many guys call in about that. Um, but a lot of them, it's just a fantasy and they don't know how to approach their girl and sort of have that conversation. How did it come up that your girl felt comfortable enough to tell you that she wanted to, like, you know, fuck a bunch of guys in front of you? Without, you know, it freaking you out. Because some people might not, like, you know, some people might have those kind of desires. But, you know, they feel like maybe the other person won't be into it. Right. Um, yeah, we just started talking about different things that uh, we like to do. And she said, well, I have a bucket list. And uh-huh. it was, I was like, all right, well, what's your bucket list? And she started going through with some of the things. And she was like, well, you know, what kind of things do you got? Like, you know, and. I'm like, well, you know, I'd like to do this, that. And I thought, yeah, this, you know, sounds pretty good. And she's like, well, some of the things can stay a fantasy, but they don't have to come true. If, you know, they don't come true, it's not that big of a deal. But uh-huh. I was like, well, you know, I'd like to make all like your dreams and fantasies come true. So, you know, let's work on some of the stuff. Uh-huh. So we kind of been approaching some of the things and. But on the bucket list, was there re- was it like, oh, I want to go bungee jumping in Australia and I want to get bang gang banged, or was like the bucket list like a sexual? But like, was she like, was it was like you guys just sort of being honest about like all the things sexually you'd like to do? I, it was kind of like a combination of like uh, right. all the things 
you know, and then some of the things there was like a separate sexual bucket list along with all the regular, uh-huh. you know, things I want to do in my life before I die bucket list thing. Right. Okay. So she says she, one of the things on her bucket list was she wanted to get ba- gang banged, right? Yep. And you were yeah. into that. You you had no problem seeing your girl like with another guy, like it act, you thought of it and it would be turn you on. Yeah, I, I think it would be kind of uh, kind of exciting because to, to see her get what she wants and get pleasured. And uh, I know uh, years ago I had thoughts like that too. How it, it would be neat, just you know, to see how many girls you could do at one time, or how many times you could just keep going. You know, and uh-huh. I think that's kind of along the same lines as she does thinking. Is just you know, just see if I could sit here all day and just get. Screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, and so, you guys decided to like go ahead and find a swingers club and join it and everything. Yeah, like we would uh, try different things. You know, maybe with like another couple, maybe just do like uh, we're all in the same room or something, and then maybe like the guy from the couple will come over, and you know, we'd all be together there and. You know, maybe the girl would come in. And but you keep saying maybe. Like, is this, like, stuff that actually did happen? No, nothing's happened yet. Okay. Uh, the only thing that's happened yeah. is we've been with one other guy, and we prearranged that. How did that how, how did that come about? Good. Um, no, how did it happen, though? Like, how? Wh- where did you find the other guy? Uh, it was somebody that she knew. And she had talked to him, and... You know, just, I guess, casually asked him if he'd be interested in it. And it was somebody that she had had sex with years ago before. Oh, okay. She was still friends with, so. Right. So that that's, a, I, I can understand that. So that it's like an old person, an old boyfriend or somebody that she used to have sex with? Yeah. And did you know him before or no? No. Right. And you had no issue as far as like, oh, you know, you're going to because you just like you said in your email, like, you know, she comes home with you. You know, she's your girl. So you don't have like any kind of jealousy attached to it. No. And now are you by yourself? Or, like, do you get it on with these guys or no way? Like, it's just you watch her do it with the guys. Uh, I'm I get involved, too. I mean, like, <clears throat> I'll be having sex with her and maybe she's blowing him and then we'll switch. Right. But I mean, you don't do anything with the guys, right? No, no. Right. And so she, and is she bi? Does she want girls involved or is it just strictly other dudes? Uh, she's not really into the gay scene. Uh She actually uh, doesn't go for it, but she has been with two girls and she said she's done it with me. Uh, or for me right she said she she has done it for you or oh she's done it for you because you wanted her to do it she's done it for me because i wanted to see it right so did you guys start getting freaky like this like what at what point in your relationship did you guys start all this different stuff like all this sexual sort of stuff uh, I think pretty much from the beginning. <laughs> so, right. You guys are very lucky. Like I said, I have a lot of guys that call into the show that like would like would love to be with a woman like this because they have these kind of fantasies, but they're just they're dating these like probably like really normal girls that, you know, they're so afraid to bring it up because they don't think that they would go for it. You know, so basically you guys were yeah. pretty open about the stuff that you were into right from the beginning. How did yep. you meet her? Uh, on the internet. 
So did you meet her like on an adult friend finders or Craigslist kind of a situation, like a, a more of a sexual site? So that's why it was easy to, to bring that shit up? Or did you meet her like on Match.com? Uh, no, it wasn't any of them sites. It was just something else, actually. Uh, what was it? Uh, I had found out that I had known her for years from school, and that's just kind of how. But you know, was it like on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you were like, oh, you I, saw her on Facebook, and you're like, oh, I remember this girl from school? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then you guys just started dating and having sex and started to be really open. So she's done it with girls in front of you. So now at the swing club, like what it, you got, you said you've gone a couple times and she just chickens out. Like what happens when you go and what goes down in these places? Um, we actually gone to, uh, I'm going to say like three different ones. Uh huh. And, uh, the first time it was just like an overwhelming thing of guys. And it's like, okay, I can understand and a lot of the guys were just like really freaky looking and <laughs> she wasn't comfortable. And that was our first time. And it was like, okay, I understand. Let's get out of here. Uh-huh. Uh, then the second time <clears throat> it was another party and it just seemed like there was an overabundance of guys and like nobody else there. And, uh, I think there was like two other girls there that, that showed up and it's like, okay, I can see where you're uncomfortable too, because like, uh, a match of like 20 to one, you know, 20 guys and one girl, that's kind of a little overwhelming too. Uh-huh. And, uh, we've gone to two other parties at this one club. And, uh, the one time there was three couples showed up and that was it. And we were the only ones who went in a separate room and they had like a, a big bean bag thing there that we got freaky on and, you know, nobody else even paid any attention so <laughs> <laughs> what were the other couples doing like having uh, drinks talking and talking and having drinks yeah in another room or in the same room where you guys were having sex uh it was actually in another room but there was like a big doorway with no door or nothing so they could come over and see or whatever if they wanted to you know right and did that turn you guys on i mean that was probably the turn on right that you guys are doing it in front of these people yeah yeah, that's one of the things I think really gets her excited is just to know that somebody's watching or to think that somebody's watching. Right. So you guys did. That's like the farthest you guys have gone at one of these parties. Yeah. Are these parties at people's houses or are they like bars, clubs or something? Are these like straight up swingers clubs or are these like swinger parties? Yeah, it's straight up uh, swingers club. And where do you find this information from? Like, is there like a website that people go to to find these clubs? Like, where do you find them in your area? Yeah, there's uh, actually, uh, I think it's called SLS. Uh-huh, SLS? Yeah, and that'll give you pretty much any location in the United States that has any clubs or parties or anything in it. And those are legal, right? Like, as long as they don't serve alcohol, right, you're allowed to right. have sex in front of people. It's not like you're doing anything illegal, right? Right. And it's not like anybody's being forced or anything. I mean, you're allowed, if you don't want to participate, if you just want to watch or you just want to hang out, you you do whatever you want. And nobody's pressuring you to do anything or nobody's saying, well... You know, she's got two guys on her, and then you got to at least have two or three on you. You know, right? If you just you just want you and your partner to go in a room and shut the door. They have rooms that you can just go and be by yourself too. 
Oh, interesting. I know my friend worked in one when I was a lot younger. He was like, you know, like the towel guy or something. I don't know. He had a couple jobs. Like he just had to like pass out robes because like the one that he worked in, you had to like take off all your clothes before you went into this one room. But you got like a towel or whatever, you know, and you could go in and you could sit in or a robe, but you had to be naked. And then, you know, you could go in rooms and just watch and, you know, shit like that. Like he was in that back room. I don't know. But in New York, I know the one that he worked out let they didn't they it wasn't allowed to have like that many guys i think like there was like rules where you have to come in with a girl right isn't that how it normally is <laughs> uh they have different themes they have nights like uh uh the one last one that we went to was called a ladies control gangbang uh-huh <clears throat> so of course you're going to get a bunch of guys show up and there was supposed to be a bunch of couples showed up too but I think there was like maybe four couples that came and uh, maybe about six or eight guys. Uh-huh. And did anyone get gangbanged? Um, yeah, one couple did go off in another room with one guy and we hung out a little bit and then we left. Right. She felt uncomfortable, so. So your and deal is I... like, you understand this, but like you're figuring it like when is she going to get, and then, oh wait, this was the other thing that you said in the email. She will let you get blown by another girl, but she doesn't want you to fuck another girl, right? Right. Right. She told me that that's one of the requirements. (laughs) Right. But I think you said in the email, and I think you're right, that you're hoping that you're fine with that now because you expect or probably assume that down the line, after that, once you guys get more into this, that she'll probably let you screw another girl, don't you think? Um. I'm kind of hoping that she gets a little bit more relaxed and comfortable and that I think it's just that she has an insecurity about it. And uh, once she understands that, no matter what happens, you know, like I said, she's my girl and she's coming home with me and I love her because she's sharing this with me. You know, it's something that she wants and that what I want. So uh-huh. and instead of just like dreaming of going climbing the mountain. Uh, a mountain or you know skydiving or surfing or something like that we're actually doing it and because she's willing to do it with me it's you know i can't ask for anything more yeah it's hard to find women like that for sure so and the fact that she's letting you have someone blow you is even hard to find you know what i mean like that's even really great um yeah i mean well we haven't gotten that far yet so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she said that she would allow you to. Was she freaked out? Like, was she worried that if you saw her have sex with another guy that you it would freak you out? Or was she was she okay? Uh, at first she was because the first time we did it, um, we, we were all going at it for a while. And then she said, okay, that's enough. I had enough, you know. And then we asked her friend, you know, we told him, you know, that's it. And he even stood there and explained, he goes, I'm cool with it. He goes, you know, it's all about you. It's what you want. So, and then he left and she was like kind of bummed and like she was going to cry. And I'm like, no, and like, it was a really big turn on for me. I was like, you know, uh, it's great. I don't feel like you're a slut or trashy or nothing. You're, you're awesome. <laughs> right. And so she was getting upset because she was afraid that you felt differently about her because of what she, what yeah, just happened. Yeah, right? I would think that I would think she's trashy or some whore or something. And I said no because we talked about this before. 
when you want it to stop, you say so, it stops. If you don't want to go through with it, then we won't go through with it. You know, it goes as far as you want it to go, and that's it. Right, and even if it goes all the way, you still like care about her as your girl it's just like the it's separated right like you still you don't like you said you don't see her as a whore because she does that like she you still have an intimate relationship on other levels just sexually this is what you guys are doing but it doesn't interfere with the other kinds of intimacy that you have with her and i think that that's great good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast dot com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description You know, yeah, that's good. I mean, like I said, I'm, how am I going to find somebody else that will share that with me? It's like slim to none. <laughs> it's very hard to find. You know, in the gay community, the gay guys have that kind of arrangement a lot more than people do in the heterosexual community because I think guys are more on that same page. It's very hard. Uh-huh. I think a lot of guys, like I said, a lot of guys are like you. They have no problem seeing their girl. I mean, there's a lot of guys that do have a problem, okay? But there are a lot of guys that I that call into my show that like the, it actually it's a it's a fantasy of theirs to see their girl who they actually care about with another guy. And it like you they say that it wouldn't make them feel jealous or it wouldn't make them not love them. You know, it's just like a sexual thing that could happen that they're into. But I think it's hard to find women that would, I think it happened. I think the problem with the woman thing is is probably they all have it in there. A lot of women have it in as a fantasy too, but they're afraid like your girl. And I would think this is that they're afraid that the guy would look at them differently for sure. Like how could you, you know what I mean? Because that's how guys are. And women, you know, have to sort of be a certain way sexually, like almost not into it for people not to think that they're a whores. You know, there's just a different sort of stigma attached to it for women than for men. Right. Well, that, that was one of the agreements we had had before we did anything. And we talked about it. It's like, well, if we ever get in a fight or anything, I don't want you to bring it up. You know, that I did this, you know, and used that against me. Yeah, that would be so rude. That's, yeah, that's something that I agreed on and you agreed on, and, you know, that's the way it is. So I can't throw it back in your face when something goes wrong. Right. And you weren't lying. Like, after you saw her with that guy who was like her friend, so many guys would be freaked out by that like that you know what I mean a lot of guys if you date them they don't even want to know somebody if you used to have sex with them or whatever you know let alone you're like letting her fuck him in front of you and you really had no feelings about it like uh, as far as like uh, like you you saw her differently or there was any kind of jealousy nothing like that nope (laughs) see that's great I think that that's great you know I mean that that's just where you're at and that's who you are and 
the fact that she's into doing that kind of stuff, like she, I think, you know, it's, it's great that she partnered up with you because you really do care about her. I could tell just by the way you're talking about, like you do really care about her and you don't judge her and you probably won't use it against her in a fight. It's just something, but you're just open-minded and are into like trying different things. Right. So how do you, you want her though, where you're at right now is you want her to like sort of have that gangbang that she fantasizes about, right? And you think there's the other thing that you talked about was her weight. Do you think that like it's her weight that is getting in the way of her feeling comfortable at these swinger parties or these swing clubs? I think that plays a part in it because I know, well, any woman's pretty uh, worried about what they look like. Even the ones that might look skinny to one guy, you know, to her, she looks in the mirror. Oh, I got a fat ass or, you know, I got uh-huh. a a mushroom belly or whatever. And some guys love girls who are like skinny as twigs and stuff. And other guys love girls who are as big as a house. And it's just a preference. Mm -hmm. That's what women don't understand. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? Women don't understand that, you know, men, most heterosexual men, like all kinds of women, you know what I mean? They don't just like skinny. Some like skinny, some like voluptuous. It's like, uh, and so many different things are sexy to a guy, you know, more so than a woman imagines, you know, a woman thinks a guy is as picky as women are. And it's just, that's not the case. Right. And if she has gained a lot of weight, and I think maybe that does lay on her mind some too, but. Well, on a scale of one to 10, I always ask my callers on a scale of one to 10, what, are, what do you rate yourself and what is she? Myself? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't that highly of myself maybe like a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let me tell you most of the time i've never had someone call themselves a four most of the time people call them the people rate themselves a seven i've had one twelve, but he was like a, a, a crazy like a certified crazy person um i've never uh, had a four you you literally consider yourself <laughs> a four okay what is she you can't tell me she's a 10 because no 10 is going to be with a four okay what will you rate her right. uh Maybe about a six or a seven. A six or a seven. So when you say yeah. she's gained some weight, like, do you feel like it's because she's, like, comfortable with you and she's just like, fuck it, like, I got a guy, I could just let myself go? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and let me ask you, as a guy, does that bother you? Uh, that she's gaining weight or yeah. that she feels like that? Well, both. I mean, does it? do you mind that she's gaining weight? Like, what's, you, what's your preference as far as her body is concerned? Yeah, well, when we first met, she was always walking and exercising and stuff, and it just seems like now it's like she don't want to do that no more. <laughs> right, because she's spending I, all her time with you? Right, and I told her when I met her, I said, that's one of the kind of things I like is that you really care about what you look like and your body and you exercise to try to keep yourself toned up and everything. And mm-hmm. And now she's like sort of slacking off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how, what do you say? You know, have you guys talked about it? Like, or does she complain about her body? Like, does she ever talk about it? Because if she's somebody that's always stayed in shape, Right. Then she must be freaked out herself, I would think. I mean, I've always been in shape my whole life and I stay in shape and it would freak me out if I completely like let myself go. Does she talk about her body? Is she unhappy with it? Uh, When I first met her, she was always saying that she had a muffin top. And I said, you look great. What are you talking about? She's like, well, this stuff that hangs over my belt. I'm like, that ain't nothing. Right. (laughs) 
and and now it's like, well, I guess it's been in the oven and it's baked and it's getting bigger now. <laughs> but uh, right, she's yeah, had kids so. before. What about have you guys? Have either one of you guys ever been married? Like, what's your both your past history? Yeah, we both been married before. How long were you married for? Uh, actually, I was married twice. My first wife, uh, I think we're in eight years, mm-hmm. and and the second one was fourteen. Wow! And you, how many kids do you have? Uh, I have two. Um, and then what about her? She she was married once or twice? Just once. Right. And she has she has two kids also. Right. And so, w- did you ever do any of this kind of freaky stuff with your pot with your ex wives? No. No? It's no. like you hit the jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Louis Me, C.K. has a joke about how like like how great, he just talks about how great divorce is. and so great, you know, and like divorce has been really great for you because look what you wound up with. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even if she's overweight, you know, that could always change. But the fact that she's letting you do this stuff sexually and this is, and you oh, guys yeah. are, you know what I mean? You're pretty lucky. I think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, um, and so, I mean, obviously, do do you guys like what you guys do at these swing parties and stuff? Like, do your friends know, or like you guys keep that secret? Uh, pretty much like a secret. I know. What were you doing on Craigslist? Because I advertise. I found you on Craigslist, right? I advertise on Craigslist and Adult Friend Finder. Do you found me on Craigslist? Um, no, I found on Craigslist. You right. go on and look look for other people to uh, maybe hang out with or maybe do things with, you know, just see what's out there. Most of the time on Craigslist, all you get is like knuckleheads anyway, but... I know. Unfortunately, that's what I hear across the board. Like it, it's for for gay guys, it's okay. I mean, there's some dudes on there that you could screw, but it's very hard to meet legitimate, like real couples. You know what I mean? Have you met yep. anybody? So you guys probably obviously haven't because you've only ever really swung with one other person was the guy, right? You guys haven't had yeah. any other situations. So do you have no? no. You've had no luck on Craigslist. Um. <clears throat> We've met up, uh, I'm going to say, maybe with two other couples from Craigslist. Uh, it it just didn't pan out. Well, what happened? Like, what do you mean? How does it not pan out? If you're just like, you, these are people you don't even know, you decide to meet up and just to have sex. How does the sex not happen? Well, we go out and, like, we'll have a drink or dinner or something with them first to uh-huh. try to get to know them and just see if there's, like, an attraction there because... Honestly, I guess I would think with anybody is there has to be some kind of attraction there before you can't before you know you're willing to like even take your clothes off in front of somebody. Right. Uh-huh. It's not like you're just going to walk into a room and say, "Oh, hey, you know you're ugly, but eh, I'll oh, fuck what? you." I'm right. Have sex with you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe for guys that might be easy, but <laughs> for sure, I was going to say some guys could do that, but not for women. No way. Yeah. 
I mean, I believe in like I always say like I wish that like prostitution existed for women, like that we could just hire a dude and have him come over. But it would have to be set up differently for women. You know what I mean? Like because I couldn't just have like, you know, for a man, like he could hire an escort and she could be beautiful. and She could walk in, take her clothes off and he could just fuck her for like a woman. She's kind of has to know the guy a while. Like it it would have to be set up in a different way. And then she could have meaningless sex with him. It's not like women are incapable of having meaningless sex. It's just that they're not wired to just be turned on visually in two seconds by somebody you know what i mean like they need other things right at least i do and most women i mean i'm sure that there's women that aren't wired that way but you know the majority of women that's the way that it is so you guys went out with two separate couples were they good looking or hot like what happened at those meetings uh we just didn't feel really comfortable um there were some things that just kind of turned us off about them and it was like yeah you know what Eh." Like right, what so were they, they? Well, how old was like the first couple that you met? Do they send you pictures ahead of time? I'm sure. Yeah. And when but they show up. Times, yeah. The pictures just don't give you the whole. Uh, how can I say it? The whole view. And some people might look terrible in pictures and, you know, you meet them in person and it's like, wow, OK, you know, you look better than your picture. And others are more or less the complete opposite. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Totally. Of course. And um, I think the majority, unfortunately, are like that. So the first couple yeah. that you met out, did you meet up for a drink or for dinner? What was the deal? Yeah, for dinner. And you just like as dinner went on, like there just was no vibe. Like who decided? Like did you feel like they felt the same thing, and so you guys just parted ways and said goodbye? Like how does it? Who <laughs> decides that you're not gonna go seal the deal? Um. Well, we, we all at least are polite during dinner, you know, do our thing and talk, see if we have things in common, like things we like or whatever. And uh, then we part ways and say, okay, well, you know, we'll be in touch with yours or whatever. And then after we leave, we'll get in the car and maybe on the way home and say, well, what did you think? And uh, you know, she'll tell me her pros and cons and I'll tell her all mine. And, and it's like, okay, well, you know, I was kind of having the same feeling, so. You know, we'll just forget, forget about them. that one. <laughs> right. And then yeah. that happened the second time with the second couple? Yeah. They weren't good either? Yeah. The vibe just, it kind of wasn't there. And which sometimes I think that she's a little bit more fussy than me. I don't, uh, I don't know how, to, how I want to say it, but more or less like, Okay, if it has two legs and it walks, I'll fuck it, you know, but she won't. <laughs> That's because you're a guy. I mean, you're I, a guy I, and you're a four. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. Not that I really feel that way, but that's more kind of like the majority. I mean, if somebody's, uh, most people have this hang up, uh, or maybe not a hang up. I don't know how to say it, but some people that are like really heavy, uh-huh. um, a lot of guys aren't attracted to and some guys are if a girl has let's say she's like curvy yeah not like really fat and obese or nothing but you know maybe she has a couple extra pounds or whatever like like my girl Uh i'll be like okay you know eh, yeah she's got a little extra weight but you know what she seems like nice you know the conversation was good she has a nice personality and it's like yeah okay well you know we could do something Uh uh-huh 
So you're um, like not. I think a lot of men, like I said, I think women don't understand this. But what I've noticed with a lot of guys, I know a lot of guys. What I noticed with a lot of guys, and I think some guys just don't want to admit it. I think a lot of guys would fuck a lot of different types of girls. You know what I mean? Like they're not just that. You don't have to be perfect for a guy to want to bang you. You have to have like a nice pair of tits. Like you know what I mean? Like a so a lot of girls that are overweight have great boobs. You know what I mean? And guys, that's what they like. Or they have a great ass. Uh, yeah. Like you know, girls think the ass, big ass, is bad. Guys love big asses. Like uh, girls don't understand guys are the sex to them and what they're visually they're not visually attracted to perfection you know what i mean it's like a different thing you know and sexy to me i believe and i think most guys do it comes in all different shapes and sizes i mean skinny girls are sexy fat girls are sexy like it's 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 sexy is sexy it's a different kind of thing and i think you know most men that are very hetero would fuck a lot of different girls and they're not so particular just because you know they don't even care about the face a lot of times <laughs> you know what i mean right and it depends on how they carry their weight some girls can carry their weight exactly. really good and other ones are terrible but yep um it's the ratio her, her, you know they say it's the ratio yeah. the hip to waist ratio whether you're really skinny or really overweight if you've got like you know if you're sort of curvy in the right areas that's what matters then that's what's attractive right and I think her, I got her sights is I think that maybe she thinks that some big bodybuilder is going to walk through the door and you know, scoop her off her feet or somebody, you know, like a movie star looking guy or something. And it's like you know you got to like bend a little bit here because that kind of guy's not going to walk through the door. Oh, so you're <laughs> he, okay. He, so you're saying that she's does, I'd picky. Be very surprised. Right. Exactly. No, they could get like you know. Hot girls any night of the week at the local bar just bring them home and bang them. You know what I mean? Like that guy's yeah. not going to be there. I mean, listen, you're gonna you might find some. I mean, what? Where do you live? Do you mind saying? You don't have to say it though. I mean, my show is called Strictly Anonymous, so people like lie about stuff and everything. Like, if you don't want to say where you live, but like, are you in a suburban area or a city? Like, what? You know, the suburban area. So, I mean, I just feel like sometimes, like, if you guys were in New York, like, right, or if you're close to New York, you should hit up, like, the New York swing clubs, because I bet you anything, you find better-looking people. I know that that sounds terrible, and people are going to be like, why do you think just only good-looking people are in New York? But the people are, like, in different places, people look different, you know what I mean? And in bigger cities, you, uh, for some reason, get better-looking people, you know? So... Uh Maybe you want to go if you're close to a city someplace, you know, check out. Do you do go to the, are the swing clubs like in your local area or do you have to travel pretty far to find them? Um, I'm going to say the, well, the closest one might be like within 20 miles. Right. And are you close to New York at all? No, I'm oh. pretty far south from New York. I'm actually closer to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. You should try Philadelphia. Like, I mean, you really should try like a more of a city um, place like uh, clubs. Like if you just want to do like a weekend, you know, maybe you guys get a hotel in Philadelphia and try a club there. I bet you you get better looking people. I'm telling you and more women and stuff. It's just a different vibe. Uh But so that's her thing with the guys like she's looking at all of them and none of them are good looking enough. That's what I that's my feelings or what I get from her. I mean, she hasn't said that. Some of the guys that we see, and I'll just comment to her that I'm like, you know, such and such, he was kind of like weirding me out. (laughs) Right. And she's like, yeah. Uh, I know the first party we went to, there was a guy there that we both agreed that he looked just like Colonel Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
Okay. And it's like, uh, and is she like looking and, for like a guy that's well hung or like does she have physical requirements like that or not really? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, I kind of asked her the last one we went to and we went out to dinner first. I said, well, you know, what do you want to happen? And she's like, well, I don't know. Right. Does she like, drink? Well, yeah. So do you guys get a little like buzzed before you go to these places or while you're there? No. Uh, we went out to dinner and she had um, like a martini and mm-hmm. I had a beer and that was it. Right. It, may, it might be easier for her maybe if she was like a little buzzed when she did it or something. I know. It's me, like, it's I'd funny. Rather... I think it's really terrible what I do on my show because I'm a sober person. I haven't drank in like 11 years, but I'm always telling people to drink up so that they could lose their inhibitions, which isn't really yeah. good because I mean, I think like, you know, you should probably do things that you would do straight or sober. But a lot of times, like, unfortunately, like alcohol loosens people up and it just helps you sort of, you know, sort of, it would help her maybe just put her foot in the water, you know, and just get in already, you know, because really yeah. what she needs to do is just cross the first time that she just needs to cross the line in one of those clubs once and then she'll get the hang of it i think that's like your biggest obstacle at this point Mm -hmm. right yeah pretty much (laughs) just to get her to like make that first move because you guys have never got involved there i mean i think it's it's good that you guys had sex in front of other people and you you know you did that like that's definitely a step forward you know but if she wants to get gang banged okay and that's on her bucket list you know, the, if you walk in a club and there's tons of dudes and two girls, like, that should be her biggest fantasy. I mean, she's looking to be gangbanged, right? Do you, don't you need, like, a bunch of dudes, you know? Right. Well, that's kind of what I told her. I said, well, you know, this party was uh, themed as a ladies-controlled gangbang, so <laughs> you, what, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, a gangbang is a bunch of guys, a gang of men fucking her. Like, you need a bunch of you know, single guys at the place. It's just the way that it goes, you know? So it's like, I think she just has to loosen up uh, in her inhibitions. I mean, listen, she's pretty loose considering that she's open to this and she's going. I think it just takes women a little bit longer, you know, to sort of feel comfortable to take the next step. Once she does, I think she'll be good to go. I think it's just the initial thing, you know? Right. And the body thing, I mean, if she's having any kind of insecurities with that, she, that she's got to go back to the gym and start working out again and stuff. Because what, what is she complaining about if she's not taking care of herself the way she used to? Right. Right? Yep. And, I agree. <laughs> and, you know, if she wants, like, if she's being so particular about how the guys look, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many guys I know that are so disgusting and fat and they have the big bellies and they're like, they turn down girls because of this little thing or that little thing. I mean, I think a lot of times men are much more picky in an odd way than women when it comes to like, who, you know, whatever. Right. But um, it's just interesting that she's that way considering, you know, she's really just looking at sex with these people. Right. Yeah, it's not like you get to start a relationship with them. Yeah, you're not bringing them home, like, to your to your mother. You know what I mean? Like, you're not prancing around public with them. You know, this is, like, sort of a private thing. That's what I mean. Like, if straight guys will fuck anything, but it's not that they'll date anything. <laughs> like, when I said before, like, right. a straight guy will fuck a lot of different things. I'm not talking about, it's like a different thing when it's someone's looking to date somebody. They're a little bit more particular in weird ways, you know? 
But um, I think, you know, so and women, though, are much less. I feel we're much less picky about looks. It's more like a vibe. Like you said, she's like, oh, that guy creeped me out or whatever. Like, I get that. You know, she gets like a vibe from a dude if he's creepy. And I'm sure in those clubs, I'm sorry to say, but a lot of people are going to be kind of creepy. Right. I mean, what what is what what do you find? Like, like when you go into that place, like is the place filled with like. Like, what are the people like? Um, it's kind of a privately owned club. Uh-huh. Uh, so you have to be uh, a member, like, on SLS uh-huh. to actually see a posting of their parties and everything. And um, when you go to the door, you ring the doorbell, and, and the bouncer will check the list, and he'll make sure that your name's on it. Right. So that they know who's coming. So... That way they can kind of control more or less who comes and, and who don't. And they can like more or less know who to watch for and that. Because we had a tour with the owner the one time we were there. And he pretty much laid it out. He says, we don't have a lot of problems here. If we do, you know, then we go and we talk to this person. And, you know, if it ends up they have to, they just ban them from the place. Yeah, I know. When my friend worked in this place, I mean, they were really strict. You know, there was like people were there to have a good time. They didn't put up with like creepy creepsters or anything, you know. And um, I think that they had a rule where like no guy could come in without a woman. So you would find he would say that some a lot of guys would come in with like escorts, like they would pay a girl to come with them because that was the only way they were getting into the club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, and you are you faithful to your girl? Yes. So you guys don't, and she's obviously faithful to you. Like you don't worry about her going with other people. No, actually we don't. (laughs) There's absolutely no need to. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I believe like, I like talking to people like you and I have another couple that wants to call in and they're, they're a couple and they do swing with other people too. And I've always been obsessed with the whole swinging thing since I was really young in a sense that I believe that like, I think, you know, there's a certain evolvedness in somebody that if you could get to a place like I feel like where you're really in love with somebody and you're really close with them and you really care about them but yet you don't feel the need to sexually own them I think that that's a great place to be and because but it's really hard I mean I've never been able to get there myself yet I don't you know I haven't been in a long enough relationship. I haven't trusted anybody enough. I think you have to trust somebody a lot. I think that a lot of things go into that. But I think that, um, and I think a lot of people that do it are fucked up, but I think that there's certain people that are at that place and, and have open relationships with people that they care about. And I think that th- it's a great thing, you know, because I think sexually men are not sort of made just naturally to be completely monogamous. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean anything for them to fuck other people, you know, but for us women, it freaks us out, you know, and women have different urges. And I think if you could get to a place where you're with a partner and you're both cool about it and look, you're like a nice guy, like you don't cheat on her. You have no reason to, you don't feel differently about her and you guys could just have fun and do whatever you want sexually. I think that that's like, great you know and hard to find and i think that there is something more evolved about people that could do that than people that are the opposite you know where you're so like into ownership and like oh my god you can't even look at somebody else you know and i think relationships start out that way of course most of your life but if you get to a place you know you guys have both been married you've been through it all you're almost 50 years old like you know you're at a place where you could do that and be cool with it i think that that's a good thing and it's healthy. It sounds like you guys do it in a healthy way, you know? 
You guys are really right. open. You communicate a lot about it. You really care about each other. And you're not pushing her. You're not like a sleaze bag that just wants, you know what I mean? Like you're really understanding of where she's at. And uh, mm-hmm. and you're really appreciative of like, and you get what, you get how good you have it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of guys, like guys are so stupid half the time. Like they get something good and then they just like take it for granted. You know what I mean? And they'd be like fucking other girls behind the girl's back and all that stuff. You know, that's like so stupid. You get that you right. have a really good deal. You know, and I think that that's great. I've told her before, I said, if you want to go out and, you know, hook up with one of your friends or something, I said, I don't care. But when you come home, you got to at least tell me about it or better yet, I want to watch. Right. Yeah. See, you are like these other guys. (laughs) Like they do like the stories of it. They like the thought of it. I mean, did you always have these fantasies? Like when you were married to these other women, did you have a fantasy always of like seeing your girl with another guy or is this just something that knew that you got turned it on to because this girl was into it? Uh, I'd have to say maybe something more or less new. Uh, With my second wife, uh, all the time I always had a fantasy of two girls and I started realizing, I'm like, you know what, this is like every guy's fantasy. Like every girl wants to be taken on the beach. Uh And it's like, okay, well, you know what? I wonder, I thought, if my wife if she has a fantasy and maybe two guys. Uh-huh. So I started talking to her about it and she's like, no, 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 I don't need that. You know, I don't need that. And I just thought, huh, well, guys always feel like this. You know, I would think that maybe girls would too. So, uh-huh. you know, then kind of the more I thought about it, it's kind of like, you know what, that would kind of be neat. Cause like, I know guys like get their brains fucked out. Well, I'm sure a woman would like to. And, Right. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat that uh, as long as I could participate too, you know, you know, we both fuck our brains out. And, right. And she'd be like, her eyes roll back in her head and be like seeing stars. And, <laughs> right. And that's yeah, what you did with your girl to... that one time with that guy. Did he want, did you both screw her that time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But do your ex-wives, they, only... did they ever do the girl girl thing for you or did it was just this, this one did it for you was the first time? Uh, she did the girl girl thing for me twice. This this woman, your girlfriend, but none of your ex wives went got did did it for you, right? Nope, nope, just this girl. So this was the first time for you to have two women at yep. the same time. Um, actually, it was just just girl girl, and then when they were done, the girl went to another room, and then it was me and her. Right, and where did you find the girl? Uh, actually, on Craigslist. <laughs> really? And she was a real yeah. girl? Uh, it was actually a couple. Oh, and then did the other guy watch too? Yeah. And then did they go in the other room and have sex? Yeah, they went in a separate room too. And whose house? Were you at a house? Or someone's house? Uh, I was at, at their house. At their house. And were they good looking? Like, I mean, how did, was she, was it easy to get, easier to get her to like sort of hook up with another woman like right off the bat than it is to get her with another guy that she doesn't know? Uh, I think so because even for that, that first time we went out, we went out and we had drinks first and I think she slammed back a lot. I know the other girl, she was feeling pretty much no pain, so. She was wasted (laughs) too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that made it, I think, real easy for them. And I think after, like you said before, after she broke the ice, Mm -hmm. then when it it comes to the second time, 
uh, they went and they were talking and, you know, getting to know each other. And then they just decided, okay, well, come on, guys, we're going to go in the bedroom and we're going to do this for you. You know, they did their thing. And then uh, the other girl got up and walked out of the room and said, okay, you know, she's all yours. Mm-hmm. And now you said your girl's not into girls at all. She just does it for you? No. Yeah, that's what she told me. She just does it for me. Right. Well, that's a very nice... I want to see that. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And she did it twice. Well, that's really nice. Considering. I mean, like, you you don't think maybe she is into it a little bit? Or she just is strictly doing it for you? Uh, I think maybe she's into it a little bit. Yeah. Um, she said it turns her on more to know that we're watching. Right. You know, that the guys are watching her do this, and it's a naughty thing, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's taboo and all that other stuff, and that's what gets her excited. Right. And how old were these other women? She's 50. Like, were they younger, her age? Like, what was the deal with the other couples? And the uh, girls? The one was... couple, mm-hmm. the first one was, uh, she was in her late 20s, and, uh, the second one, then she was a little older than us. Right. Well, the late twenties girl was she pr- attractive? Yeah, she was a pretty nice girl. Right. And then, did you ever do you keep in touch with these couples or no? I haven't. No. No. And then the other woman, I, you said she was older than fifty. How old was she? Uh, fifty-five. Did she look good? Yeah, she was good for her age. She was. Right. And was she with her husband or her boyfriend? Like, what was their deal? Yeah, her husband. Her husband. So interesting. That's why mm-hmm. I like doing my show because, you know, I post these ads on Craigslist. I love to get my callers from Craigslist because I find these people that live like these secret lives, you know. I mean, these are people, I don't know. What do you do for a living? Uh, I work in construction. Uh-huh. So it's just like these are people that, like, you could either be in an office next to or somebody's, you know, in, in walking by you on a construction. You know, you just never know what people are doing in their private life. It's so interesting to me, you know, like that couple that right. you said that you met this husband and wife. Like, I'm sure their friends don't have any clue that they're, like, on Craigslist going home and fucking other people. You know, like, it's just. But this is the stuff that actually really goes down. I mean, mm-hmm. you go to family functions with your girl, right? And like you have a, you know, and everyone sees, but no one would have any clue that you guys are going to swing clubs and she's going to be gang banged and everything. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, there's no way, right? My, like, I, I hope my mother don't find out. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And she hopes your mother doesn't find out either. Your mother would definitely look at her like she's a whore if she found out. Like you could never let your mom know. But um, right, right, and your kids, and so none, none of your friends have any idea, right? No. So as far as like advice, like I know that you said you had a question. Was it like, I mean, are you looking for advice, or are you just like sort of? I mean, a lot of people just call my podcast and call in. I think just to sort of talk about what they do secretly, just to get it off their chest because they have no one to talk to about it. Some people call up because they have actual questions and they're looking for advice. I mean, your stories are interesting enough. Like, is there anything that you need help with? It doesn't sound like you do. Um, just uh, a good way to get her to kind of loosen up. Well, okay. Um, like I said, my bad, my my bad thing that I do is the alcohol. Like you know, t- like have her drink a little bit more. But I think with women. The best thing to do is just to keep going. I think that you should try driving a little farther or going to if Philadelphia is close enough 
to you to try going to um, like a, like Philadelphia and try a swing club there. I bet you it's going to be a better vibe. I mean, I've never uh-huh. been to Philadelphia, even though it's so close. I mean, I'm in New York City. Um, but right. I'm assuming because it's a city area and it's more urban that you might get a better looking crowd and more diversity. And she might, you know, and if you go like on a Saturday night or you spend like the weekend there and maybe you go out to you know, you have dinner beforehand, you have some drinks and get her like lubed up a little bit with some alcohol. You know what I mean? And then bring her to a swing club. It has to be all the stars have to be aligned. All you need is that one time with her. I really believe that right. it's just like that one time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, And that and then she's going to be like you said, you know, she, with the girl, like the first time she was a little whatever. And then the second time she went right to it. It's just a matter of getting her like, you know, to cross the line. And I think you're doing the right thing by letting her make that decision and let her keep going and saying no, whatever, you know. But I think a little alcohol doesn't help. And I think if you find, you know, keep looking either for a better party. Like I know for the friend of mine that worked in the one here in the city, there was like this whole group of people that came in from Long Island. And it was like this lawyer and his wife and all their friends. And they were all super good looking. So I think if you, you know, and that was just at this one club and it just said, this is where these people wound up. So they're good looking people that are swingers, right? You just need to find them, you know, so that she's not creeped out by the dudes in the place. You know, maybe she needs like a better, like a slightly better looking guys. If she's like picky like that, just at least in the beginning, then you could take her back to the, the skanky ones by her house. And I bet <laughs> you she's fine with it, you know, but to start off, I would say try going to Philadelphia or keep trying to find a better place with a better vibe or a club where it's, you know, a better people. So maybe she feels more comfortable and keep her there longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's going to happen. I mean, you're there. Like, there's no way it's not going to happen. You have to be patient, though, with her because you never want to look like, oh, you're you want it so bad. You know what I mean? Because then the girl's going to be like, what the fuck? But it doesn't even sound like she's petty like that. Do you know what I mean? Right. It sounds like you guys no, really communicate. Yeah, no. I mean, you guys like I don't think there's like you have no issues. You just want it to happen already. And I'm sure she's wants it to happen, too. But she just needs it to be on her her terms. And that's how women more so are, you know. But like I said, right. I think for you, try a club in Philadelphia and maybe spend a weekend, you know, go there, get a hotel for the two of you guys, you know, and and do it up and like make it like a thing, you know, maybe you find a better crowd. You just need that right place with the the right kind of people. And I think it's probably right. different in every place. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right? And like I said, yeah. I mean, I know in New York, they were good looking. Like I remember my friend, I used to I question him so much cuz it's so fascinating to me these kind of things. I've never been to a swing club. I've never swung with anybody. Like I don't do this stuff, but I find it interesting and I always want to know so much about it. And uh, so he would tell me and like it, it was like really good. It was like good looking people. I once had a girlfriend of mine bartend because you were allowed in these swing clubs in the city. You were allowed to bring your own alcohol. You know, it was like a bring, yeah. Right. But you couldn't yep. like they couldn't you couldn't pay for it. Is that how it is at the places you go to? Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So you bring your own alcohol. So my friend bartended there, too, and she's like met the nicest people. She it was like it was really interesting to hear her stories, too. So I think you need to try <laughs> to get to, to a better place. And um, okay. and and that's it. But there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, within the next couple of months, like you're going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. And as far as the okay. body thing is concerned and her gaining weight and everything, you know, 
I hear that that happens in relationships and that's what people do. And that sucks. You know what I mean? Because like, what are you supposed to say to her? You know, you can't really comment on it because that would really <laughs> freak her out. You know what I mean? I know. Cause I had read a lot of articles before and they said, don't ever say that, uh, honey, you're getting fat because that's <laughs> a big no, no. That's and, not going to motivate her <clears throat> to go to the gym. No, no. I've tried, uh, like with my last wife, I've tried kind of just like hinting around and being nice about it. And it's like, you know, it, it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> no, with the hinting. Well, what's your what's your idea of hints? Like, what would you how would you hint? Uh, maybe just talk about going walking and uh, uh, like, I know now with my girl now, I tell her, I said, you know what? I feel so freaking fat. It's like. I got to lose weight. I said, we got to start watching what we eat or something. I said, because I'm getting too fat. Yeah, that's smart. You know? And what does she say? Uh, I love you just the way you are. It's oh, like, God. You don't understand. I know I have gained a lot of weight, too, since she moved in. And it's like, I, I feel actually horrible about myself. Right. Well, when you're not so I fat, when you're not overweight, are you? do you at least go up from like a four to a six or a seven? Are you a four now because you gained a lot of weight? Yeah, I'd say probably that. I mean, I, I think I really got a laid-back, outgoing personality. Um, uh -huh. I'm more shy and to myself uh, until I get to know you or get to know people. Uh -huh. And then I open up more. And if I, if I see anybody who needs something, like along the side of the road or something, I'd stop and give them a hand. I don't have a problem with that. And not right. expect nothing in return just because that's the way people should be. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you're a nice guy. I think more than this, my personality, which I think is more important than my looks, maybe. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, do you go to the gym? Uh, no, I had had a couple of memberships. But already, maybe that's but what you need just... to do together because she would go to the gym, right? Isn't that how she kept in shape, or no? Yeah, it's just the motivation to go. <laughs> I know, but if you go together, it's kind of fun. I've had gym partners like I, I, not like my boyfriends, but just guys that were my friends at the gym. I've had a couple in my years of working out. I've worked out all my life since I'm like 23. And um, I love working out with people at the gym. Like it's fun because you're like talk to each other. You work out together. It's kind of hot in a way like because you're being very physical. But it, it's not bad if you go with somebody. Even if you're like I, I lift weights because I'm really thin. So I, I want to bulk up. But, you know, even if you're like overweight and you want to do like cardio and stuff, if you guys would both sit on a bike or you go on the treadmill together and you talk and, and do it, you know, together, it's like it's kind of fun. It's not so bad. It's not yeah. as bad as you think. And that's a good way, and especially because she's worked out, she could teach you. And if you could do that together, that's another way of like hinting to her. Do you know what I mean? Tell her, hey, uh -huh. you know what? I don't like my body. Can you teach me how to work out? Like, what do you do at the gym? Like, do you want to go to the gym together? Like, I've never been to the gym. I don't really want to go. But if I go with you, you know, and that can maybe help her get into it. And then maybe you like working out. There's some, I love working out. I mean, you do get endorphins. It does change the way you feel. And it does make you look better. It's a win-win-win situation. And that's what I've heard before. They say people who like exercise a lot and stuff, once you start doing it, you can't stop. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you, and I swear to you, like no matter what mood I'm in when I get to the gym, I always leave in a, in a great mood. I always leave feeling great. 
it's like you there really is 100% an endorphin rush that you get like you get endorphins when you work out it's a physical thing that actually happens and it makes you feel better and and so like I said if I'm in the worst mood or I'm not depressed or I'm happy doesn't matter how I go I always leave better and and in a better place because once you start working out and you start torturing yourself you start releasing those endorphins and you just feel good and even though it's it's hard and it's torture when you're there you do feel better and then you start to get addicted to that or you just know I'm going to go to the gym I don't want to go to the gym but I know that I'm going to feel better once I'm done and that time that 45 minutes or two hours or one hour however that's going to go by anyway so it could go by and you could be doing something productive that's going to make you look better or you could not you know it's your choice I've always been a working out person since like I said I'm 23 I actually enjoy it but even if uh, you don't, it's good if you have a partner to go do it. You will you you will feel great when you're done. You won't feel great while you're doing it. It's very hard. But if you look at it as a challenge and you get into it, and then what's the other thing I think that keeps you going back is once you really start seeing results, you you want to look good. Like you feel good looking good. You know what I mean? And then you that's my reason. I always had a great body when I was younger. And once I started to think like, oh, like I could lose this, like I work out because I always want to look that way. You know, it's hard for me to let go of that. So once you start looking better, you're not going to want to look like shit again. So get your ass to the gym so you could I mean, a four is not acceptable. Okay, if you're a six or seven, if you lose the weight, like you need to go back to that, okay? And then let her go with you, and then she could lose a little weight, and you guys will be gang banging before you know it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. It was very fascinating talking to you. What are we calling you again? Jeff, right? Yes. Jeff. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in, Jeff, and sharing your stuff. When okay. you when you keep me posted, when you guys have the gang bang, let me know. We'll have you back on. I always have people come back right. on. You'll have good stories in the future, so let me know when you do. Okay. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.